One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Welcome to Grand Final Week on the Rugby League Guru Podcast. We've got the Gurus picking the Melbourne Storm, taking on the 17-in-a-row, the high-flying Penrith Panthers. It's going to be a massive week on the podcast. This is the only podcast you need this week. We are going to have content falling out of our ass. Stay tuned. It's going to be a massive one. Let's kick it off. Welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. The Grand Final's only a few days away. We've heard from Scotty Sattler and Craig Gower, two of the Penrith blokes that won comps with them in 2003. Now we've got one of the Melbourne Storm players from 2017. I've got Slade Griffin joining me. He came off the bench for the Melbourne Storm in that game, and he's he's one of those careers that you haven't really heard much about. He had a heap of injuries. I mean, he made his debut in 2013 and then didn't play another game till around about 2016 or so. And then 2017, he burst into this Melbourne Storm side around the round 13 mark. Obviously, he's a hooker, so he was used in that sort of Ryan Hinchcliffe, Brandon Smith sort of mould. So he's used as a lock off the bench. Obviously, Cameron Smith was the starting nine, and they went all the way to the grand final, and then he made his way up to Newcastle, and unfortunately, when he was up there, you know, another injury ended his career. Slade's a champion bloke, and he gives us a great insight into the Melbourne Storm camp. I mean, he touches on, you know, those those awful pre-seasons where they go on their army camps and they're forced to work, you know, a full-time job and then go to training after. And it's really, it's the culture that Craig Bellamy's built down there. It's no shock they're in grand final after grand final. Slade gives us a great insight into it and a few tips for Sunday. Let's kick it off. Now Griffin out of dummy half. Hits and spins, and the former Melbourne Storm man, the Premiership winner from 2017, puts the Knights back in front. Slade, welcome on, mate. Thank you, mate. Uh, yeah, happy to be here, mate. Talk some footy. Mate, you're obviously uh, living over in New Zealand now, working for the Warriors. How have you found that? Yeah, back in the homeland. Uh, really enjoying my time back in New Zealand, obviously. I uh, grew up here. It's been great. You know, I spent 12 years overseas which is awesome, but, you know, coming home to the familiarities, local products and all that, it's been really enjoyable. And to be around family as well. Mate, your former club, the Melbourne Storm, they're obviously in another grand final this weekend. Like, fuck, they know their way around the GF, don't they? 
Yeah, it was pretty exciting watching them. Uh, I mean, they've played awesome all year. I mean, I think they've only lost four games. Just another year, eh? They just keep uh, re- reproducing, um, developing their own players. And, you know, they've got Smitty and Matt leading them. So they've just done an awesome job, I think. I've readjusted. I think after that Panthers game, everyone was riding them off. You know, off the uh, the Raiders and Sixers, but um, saying you know they're not going to adapt to the new rules. But they've adjusted and uh, they're playing some awesome footy. Mate, you obviously make your debut for the Melbourne Storm. You know, back in 2013, you arrived the year before. What are your first memories of the club when you first arrived? <laughs> yeah, I come over as a 17 year old. Uh, massive culture shock moving from small little Greymouth with no traffic lights to uh, the big smoke Melbourne you know straight into the thick of it and again playing country football where you know you don't see any block shape or anything like that and then getting thrust into a Melbourne storm uh, pre-season with <laughs> all these talented players that are three years older than you it was, it was definitely a challenging time it was probably the hardest pre-season I've ever done we had a really good squad though and we ended up winning that year which was awesome um, so it's been three years in the under 20 I learned a lot um, and then got to uh, come through that age group with you know Kenny Bromwich um, McLean a lot of those guys we played a lot of footy together and then we all kind of debuted in 2013 together that was really cool Mate, you mentioned the pre-seasons and, you know, they're, they're obviously legendary in rugby league and you hear all these stories about the blokes going down there and Craig Bellamy makes them work a, you know, a full-time job and then come to training. Did you have to do the same? Yeah, i done that uh, my first year out of 20s. Craig just wants uh, his players to not take anything for granted and realise how hard, you know, your average day worker has, have, has got it and how easy we have. I think, uh, yeah, me and Jordan McLean had to... Uh, paint the wealthier manager's house so <laughs> uh, that was uh, two weeks work there um, in the blistering hot Melbourne so you kind of train at five in the morning then go to work from seven till four and then come back and train the other and get home about eight and then repeat that for about two weeks so it definitely builds a uh, builds character and you know, that work ethic um, and then yeah when you're just coming into training for a normal day it, it feels a lot easier I imagine, mate, there's no sympathy during that time. No, mate. Everyone's got to go through it. And that's Melbourne, you know, they have, you know, that in the army camp and those tough pre-seasons to prepare their players for NRL. And you really have to earn your jersey down there, but that gives every player confidence that when Craig does give that debut jersey out or puts the player in that purple jersey, that you have faith that they've done the hard work and they're not going to let you down on the field. Tell me about the uh, hardest moment you remember during the army camps. <laughs> oh, um, just the walk, the amount of walking and running you do on your feet. I think I got 45 minutes sleep over two days. And wow. the second night's the challenge. They leave you on post for eight hours and tell the boys stories about it, but you're falling asleep standing up. I was probably lucky I, my feet were that bad. I um, I lost a toenail just from it rubbing on my shoe. I had this probably... 10 by 5 centimetre blister underneath my big toe. <laughs> my feet were ruined. I was walking on the side of my ankle. Hey, they, 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 every story I hear from those things, it just sounds like hell on earth. Yeah, and again, you do it once, and um, when you're in pre-season after that, you just know how far you can push your body. I guess that's one thing it teaches you, is just um, what the body is actually capable of. So when you get a bit tired during your conditioning, you're like, oh, I, got way, I can do way more than this. 
Mate, you obviously mentioned there finding out how much the body can take. And unfortunately, in your career, you know, your body didn't quite live up to what you needed it to be. And you had a, a few really tough trots there. I mean, 2013, you make your debut. I don't think you play again until 2015, 2016. Uh, yeah, you're right. I um, a tough little period there. Yeah, unfortunately, I wouldn't get the small injuries, a torn calf, or, you know, a rolled ankle. I just got the, the year injury with the old ACL. So. It was a very challenging time, especially, um, you know, when you're on one-year contract. But that's something the Melbourne Storm just amazing for. They don't just give up on a player, whereas another club might just say, I'll see you later, you're useless to us. They um, really give you a second chance, even if you're probably not deserving of it. Mate, obviously, yeah, you had plenty of injuries standing in your way, but you also had a pretty handy hooker down there. <laughs> yeah, mate. Um, playing bloody hell. I didn't think that when I... Going there, that he'd be playing, I'll be retired. Nah, he's uh, he's an amazing man, just a leader of men, and it's so good watching him play. You know, every player that's played with him loves playing with him. You can just see how successful he's been. I mean, he's a goat in my opinion. And um, going into my career I'm in now with coaching, I'm very lucky. I was around him. You know, things I got to learn being in those meeting rooms, sitting next to him um, in the shed. Uh, I, was, I was very fortunate and it's probably going to help me for the next kind of 20 years of my life even though you know I didn't get as many games as I would have liked Slade do you remember the last thing Cameron Smith said before you guys ran out for the 2017 grand final um, no I can't remember the exact words but it'll probably sound gay but I remember um, you know being out on the field and it's probably one of the most goosebump moments I've ever had in my career we are lining up for the anthem Smitty just walked down the line and was actually screaming at us and you couldn't even really hear what he was saying because the crowd was that loud but it was a look in his eye and he doesn't usually yell or scream he kind of just looks at you and talks firmly so that was um, yeah probably one of the coolest moments of my career I think Mate, obviously that 2013 season, you know, I think you come into the side round 12, round 13, and the reality is the Melbourne Storm, they don't need a hooker. But like Bellamy's done over the years, you know, he's had a handful of hookers that have jumped into lock, and, you know, for him to trust you with that position, to give you that spot on the bench, it must have been something pretty special for you. Yeah, I was actually a little bit stupid. I um, really wanted to force my way into the team. And round one, I was trying to put on big hits and got myself in a bad position, got a really... Well, two bad concussions, knocked out twice in the same game. And uh wasn't good, so I ended up having a fair bit of time off. And then I think I played maybe two games before origin period, and Smitty finally had a game off where he usually backs up. So I got to play against the Knights, and then just, yeah, kind of, you know, Craig played me as a 13 off the bench, um, which he has done in the past with, you know, Ryan Hitchcliffe and done, doing now with Brandon Smith. He's always kind of like that role and that really worked out for me and I was just you know grateful to be a part of that team when you look back on the players in that team um, most of them are rep players and yeah they've all gone on to have a pretty successful career Mate you must feel pretty special I mean personally I look at that 2017 side and I, I think it's one of the best sides we've ever seen in the NRL Yeah I mean oh I'm not yeah it, it was a very special team I mean like I said there's still some young players in it going to have big careers in the future but I think everyone almost was an international or rep player at some point so it was a very uh, team and you know great team to be a part of because we did lose some players at the end of that year 
I think Jordan, Tohu, Cooper, but you know, Melbourne being Melbourne, they just always develop from within and they bring in some pretty handy players and have been involved in big games ever since and now they're in another grand final, so it's really exciting. Mate, the Clive Churchill medalist in that game, Billy Slater, obviously his storyline, the 18 months leading up to that, I mean, he was essentially told that he might not play again realistically and he, it seemed like he went through two years of rehab just to get a chance to play and he finished with that Clive Churchill. Do you remember Billy during those two years, just how hard he went in the rehab room? Probably one of the hardest workers I've ever seen. Obviously, he's got that work ethic, but the way he attacked his rehab, um, especially as an older player, who's, you know, a comfortable, um, really attacked it. I actually don't think it was... I know he had problems with the surgery and that, which might have led to the second one, but, yeah, he worked really hard, so to him kind of finish off like that and get the rewards is um, really awesome to see. Mate, were you uh, on the field when the siren went? Well, actually, I got put on for the end of the game and just stayed on there. So I think, yeah, I got to hug a few boys. And like I said, uh, coming through that 20s, you know, playing with Kenny, Tohu, Jordan, uh, it was a pretty crazy feeling, you know, rocking up as baby-faced kids. (laughs) And then uh, winning a grand final in purple. Uh, It was really cool. And, you know, we had a really good week celebrating. Mate, tell me about those celebrations. Who were the MVPs? (laughs) I think everyone gave it a fair nudge. Uh, Obviously, you always got players departing, but uh, pretty funny. We went from Mad Monday and then, you know, Tuesday night's the awards night. So everyone's dressed up in their Mad Monday kits. And the next time you see them, they're with their partners on the red carpet in a suit looking sharp. So, yeah, it's it's an odd week. Um, I was obviously leaving, so I, I made the most of it with the boys. Slade, from memory, mate, I, I believe a few days after the grand final, it was announced that you were moving up to Newcastle. Had you already signed the papers by then? Like, did you already know that was your last game in purple? Yeah, I'd already signed. I flew up and um, met Brownie, and obviously it was, it was just the opportunity for me to be, you know, more realistic spot of winning the nine jersey. <laughs> I was never going to get get that. So, I, um, yeah, I just wanted to keep it quiet, obviously. I told the boys. Hell new. It was a pretty emotional moment, actually. But uh, just to keep it quiet, didn't want any bloody media headlines. Not that it would have made a difference. <laughs> Mate, it sort of ends in heartbreak up in Newcastle. But, I mean, geez, when you did arrive, fuck, you hit the ground running up there. Yeah, again, it's pretty frustrating when I look back on, you know, my playing career. I um, I got to do everything in a small sample size. I got to, you know, win a comp play for the Kiwis, but all I only got so many games it, like you said I um I played for the Kiwis and the next week I'd done my knee and never played again got carted off the field so didn't even get to walk off the field but you know um, that's life and I'm pretty excited for where I'm at now and just trying to yeah make the most of what I was able to uh, learn as a player yeah but mate I mean like you know Craig Bellman he doesn't hand out purple jerseys and I mean for him to pick you in a grand final mate it says a lot about the character that you are yeah, exactly, mate. Especially, I had a few times I was off contract um, while I was injured, but, you know, they'd never do that to someone. Um, they'd done it with Duffy as well, and they'll just give you one more year. I think they'd done it with Sandor as well. Um, so, as a player, when they, you know, show faith in you, you really just want to pay them back. I remember Albert Vitti actually said that he'd done his shoulder and he, he thought he was on a plane home the next week, but they signed him for another year, and he's going to be part of this squad as well. Um so, yeah, like I said, if, when a club shows faith in you like that, you just want to um, pay them back and make them proud. Are they going to win the uh, grand final on Sunday, mate? 
<laughs> I think they are, mate. Um, I'm pretty biased, obviously, but I just think, you know, their bench, their forwards, um, you got the experience. Smitty and the Panthers are playing pretty good. Um, they probably need to hold the ball a bit better than they did last week. Oh, yeah, it's a tough one to pick. I think it's going to be wet, but, yeah, I'm definitely rolling with the storm. Who's your uh, Who's your Clive Churchill medal tip? <laughs> oh, let's go Smitty, eh? I reckon he's due. It's the last Hopefully. thing he needs, isn't it? Oh, that'd be the cherry on the top, wouldn't it? Mate, uh, Slade, I really appreciate your time, mate, all the way from New Zealand. Thoroughly appreciate your time, and uh, I hope your team gets up on Sunday, mate. Thanks, mate. Big fan of the podcast. Yeah, pretty cool to get on here. So, yeah, look forward to this last game, and hope you enjoy it. Beautiful, mate. Best of luck next year over at the Warriors. Sweet, mate. See you later. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.